Hello everyone, this is Rick. Um, welcome again to one of our uh, Neo4j Graph Database podcasts. Um, it's a, another remote session. I'm joined today by Michael Bachmann of uh, GraphAware. Hi, Michael. Hi, Rick. Thanks very much for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's great to have you on the podcast. And uh, yeah, Michael, maybe people don't know you uh, yet. So why don't you introduce yourself? You know, who are you? Sure. So, so my name is Michal Bachmann, and I'm I'm the founder and uh, managing director of a company called Graphware, which is uh, a London-based uh, company dedicated to you know Neo4j consultancy training and and development. So, um, being based in London, we're uh, in a great position to sort of travel around the whole world pretty much, and you know help people succeed with uh, with Neo4j. So, that's what we do for a living. Absolutely. Well, I can hear the London. Uh uh, police in the background, so uh, <laughs> that's absolutely great. Um, thanks, uh, Michael. So, yeah, how did you get to uh, graphs and how did you get to Neo4j? Uh, tell us a little bit about that and what 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 attracted you. What what do you love about uh, graphs? So, so I started with Neo as a as a user pretty much about four or five years ago. I was involved in a, in a few projects, in fact, that that used Neo. Uh, one was a a recommendation engine, and another one was an impact analysis uh, solution for one of the you know large telcos. And and I really you know liked the experience as a user, and and um, I then uh, went on and and took a bit of a break and did a, a, a master's degree at uh, at uh, Imperial College London, where I wrote a thesis on graph databases. Oh yeah. Um, w w you know, quite uh, inspired by by Jim Jim Weber. Oh yeah. And his ideas. So uh, so that that was great and. Uh, um, and I and I loved it. I loved the experience as a user. I loved doing research about it. So so the natural next step was to start, um, you know, my own company that will focus only on on Neo4j. Oh, yeah. um, so so that's that's how I pretty much started. And, and, and it, it's been you know every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So so and what 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 attracted you most? You know, what did you like most most about uh, working with graphs and, and Neo4j specifically? So, so the, the 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 actual thing that I like the most is is uh, surprisingly uh, not a technical thing. It's it's the fact that you know when you introduce people to graphs, and we're doing that you know every day, um, you can see the the moment, the ah moment in their eyes. The lights come on. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> the lights come on, and since then they're like, why haven't I used this before? You know, this is this is not just like another, you know. 10% better way of storing data. This is like a complete game changer, and people seem to get it immediately. And it's you know applicable to to every domain out there. So so there's a huge potential, and you know I just like um, the fact that you know when people get it, they just they just fall in love with it. Oh wow! Well, one of my uh, actually just to, to follow on to that, one of my Dutch community members or community members in the in the Dutch graph database community once told me, you know, once you start working with graphs, relational databases feel like a useful sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. I mean, I mean, and it makes so much sense if you think about it. Um, you know, most people work with object-oriented languages, and, and objects are graphs. Everything, yeah. Everything's a graph, so, so it just, it's just feels so natural after you've made that transition. So, so tell me a little bit more about GraphAware now, and, and you know, you've, you guys have a, have a wonderful graph framework these days, right? The GraphAware framework? Yeah, so, so we're we've been doing two things really. We've been doing consultancy, as you know. So we, you know, we um, are involved in in projects, very hands-on, helping customers, um, you know, develop software with Neo4j. And um, as we are gaining more experience about what what the use cases are and what people need, we're distilling some of those ideas and experiences into open source extensions for 
um, for Neo4j. Okay. So, so that's the two things. And the third one, of, co of course, is training. So we're running also community events, but also you know public trainings. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and we're seeing that, you know in the future we're seeing doing more of the actual extension development and and you know open source um, software you know built on top of Neo. Um, as, as the way to go. What are some of the you know functionalities of the framework? You know, just two minutes. Um, so one that uh, that we recently released and that's getting quite popular and been running meetups around it as well is uh, is a recommendation engine um, extension that allows people to build you know quite complex high performance engines on top of Neo. Um, so that's one. Um, and the other ones are quite technical. We've got uh, you know modules for representing times, uh, time as a time series data in Neo4j as a tree and easy querying, and, and there's loads of other um, modules for um, you know domain specific use cases. Cool. I'll put a link to the to the repo uh, on on the blog post to, to go with uh, the podcast so people can take a look at that. That'll but um, let's let's maybe move on a little bit. You know, w w you know where is it going, Michal? You know, where are you guys going as Graphware? But also, where do you see the industry going? You know, any any perspectives that uh, you want to share? Absolutely, I think we're gonna see, and we're gonna see it quite soon. Um, this technology being adopted by uh, by large enterprises, you know, in, in a, on a massive scale. And as as that's happening, I'm I'm seeing some. Um, Enterprise features, more of the enterprise features being developed, whether part of the core product or as extensions, um, so that you know companies like banks, insurance companies, and so on uh, find it easier to, to use. I'm talking about security here, auditing, and, and things like that. Um, and uh, you know, I see people starting to build whole platforms around the graph use cases. You know, include graph compute engines in them. You know, include other great software to build whole you know data analytic platforms. Uh, where the graph is the center center of the game, and you know extensions for impact analysis, fraud detection, recommendations, complete solutions. Um, I, I I think it's what we're going to be seeing um, in the near future. Very cool. Okay, one more question for you, and it's the most important one. You know, wh what do you prefer best, Belgian beer or Czech beer? <laughs> I have to be honest with you, I prefer Czech beer. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe that. All right, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Michal. It was uh, great having you. And uh, Thank you, Rick, for inviting me. I want to say one last thing. Please, We're, of yeah, course, yeah. going to be uh, present at Graph Connect. We're sponsoring the conference, 7th okay. of May. We're going to be there. So if uh, anyone's interested in having a chat with us, please uh, come come to Graph Connect in London, and we'll we'll um, see you there. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks a lot, Michal. Talk to you soon, thanks, man. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye.